Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Uh, we have the tools, we have talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. And welcome into episode 60 of the 60. Alabama Geeks. Six zero. Yeah, Bama Geeks. Oh That's right. <laughs> Guys, we old. We are feeling it. We are looking at me more so than the other guys. <laughs> that's okay. But uh, I'm Brock Parker. And of course, there's my wife, Jessica. Hello, everyone. She's with us. And then, of course, Kevin Gardner. Hey, guys. And uh, we are down one again. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time, uh, Kevin was gallivanting all over New York City. And, and we're going to hear all about that coming up. Uh, tonight we are, we are missing Bo Bearden. Uh, we honestly have no idea where Bo is. <laughs> Bo could be running down I-459 for all oh, we know at this moment. Oh, man. So, Let's not oh. do that again. Let's not do that again, please. <laughs> Bo, don't do this to us. Yeah. Bo, don't be chasing toddlers down the interstate, 600 yards, Bo. Come six, on. Six football fields, okay? So, we honestly have no idea where Bo is. Um. <laughs> he just said, I'm not going to be able to make it I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, we, we all have things going on, but, uh, right now, just the three of us. Yeah. Bo hopefully is not in Hoover. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sure he's fine. I, I recall him saying something about, uh, his wife had scheduled something, mm. um, that like a, like a vacation thing or something. So, ah. but it's, it's, it's really strange because. Usually, you know, like we were commenting that, that Bo is very social media active. So he's been pretty quiet. So he's been very like, quiet. We, we're, we're, uh, where you at, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> show us, show uh, us the pictures. I'm waiting for a really good surprise. Maybe he went to San Diego Comic Con and, uh, <laughs> and didn't tell us. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. If you did, Bo, you're a jerk. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> Should have bought me something. That's right, man. <laughs> for keeping me worried about you. So, anyway, Bo will hopefully be back for episode 61. <laughs> we hope he's okay. So, uh, anyway, so, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll talk about uh, th- things we've been up to the last couple of weeks. And the big thing that Kevin was a part of, like I said, we're going to hold off to the end of the, this episode and talk about his New York trip. What's it like to be an Alabamian in New York City for the first time? That's what I'm looking forward to hearing. Um. We've had some uh, fun with our Patreon members, patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. We spent about a half hour prior to this with them, uh, kind of reliving uh, a, a local event that's been here the last 10 days or so that we're not going to get into on this 
<laughs> on the public side. Yeah. Um, but if you've been paying attention to anything around Birmingham, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. Mostly um, because we're tired of saying allegedly. Yes. We just don't want to say that anymore. Yeah. At this point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, if, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow us, Bama Geeks, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. You can find us there. You can also join us on Facebook if you're still on that platform. Uh, Bama Geeks Front Porch <laughs> is our private group. Just uh, search for that. Ask to come on to the porch and grab a chair and we'll let you on in. That's right. We'll have a good time. We have more chairs out front than Cracker Barrel. Okay. Do we? So, yes, we do, man. But do we have the checkerboards? Of course. No, we don't. Yeah. We do. Oh, I say we do. Did you put the checkerboards out there? Yeah, I did. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Go guess. Gotta have the big checkers. Just bring the bacon. <laughs> we even have that little peg game. Oh. Yeah. You know, the little... The, the little... <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago, my son was with us for the week, and we went over to Cracker Barrel for lunch. <laughs> the, the, those peg games are kind of hard to locate now on Cracker Barrel tables, mm-hmm. and but he was able to find one, and he grabbed it, and like half the pegs were missing, and he's like, I don't know how to win this now. <laughs> 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 so and then you just like pat him on the back and go welcome to life son yes right. <laughs> well, welcome to life at least according to that peg game you are not an ignoramus uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh that is one of the scoring categories if you've never played that at cracker barrel if you leave three or more pegs you're an ignoramus i always i i always end up leaving three pegs don't confess i'm i'm just being honest <laughs> But you're not an ignoramus. Thanks. I don't think I am. No, you're not. No. You're not. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we all three have actually been together uh, over the last two weeks for something really fun. Mm-hmm. Excuse mm-hmm. me. So uh, we can all three talk about it because it's what we've been up yeah. to. Yeah. Um, my old uh, drum and bugle corps, uh, Southwind, uh, performed in Wetumpka. Uh, I had somebody from church ask us if we were down there at the at the uh, casino. <laughs> the answer is no. We were watching yeah. my drum corps that I have not <laughs> seen. Although that, that stadium is sponsored by the casino, though. <laughs> and, and it's awfully close to it, actually. Look, that oh, casino yeah. has done so much for that area. It's been years <laughs> since I've been down there. And that little town has boomed since the last time I've been there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we were down at the uh, Wetumpka Sports Complex, the three of us and, and Kevin's uh, girlfriend, and uh, we were watching the drum corps show that, that came there. It's the first time I'd seen some of my friends that I marched, marched with back in 1991 and 92. First time I've seen them since then, uh, and it was so wonderful getting to see them again and see how everybody's mm-hmm. doing and um, get to see my old corps director, Dave Bryan, and... Um, yeah, it's it. It was so much fun. That's matter of fact. This upcoming Friday, uh, after you after this launches on Wednesday, uh, I'm taking Jess and the kids to uh, Trustville. Uh, they're going to have a bigger uh, drum corps international show over there. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we got grab last minute tickets. Thankfully, in a really good section. Um, so ready to hear some more more music right in your face. <laughs> in your face. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, I, I've, this is actually the second DCI event that I've been to in my life. And I can honestly say that, I mean, obviously it, it, it varies by stadium that you're in, but there really are bad seats. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's ideal seats, you know, on the 50-yard line, you know, obviously, but 
even if you're off to the side, you're still going to get the full experience. You're good to go. Yeah. When, when I marched and I, I would imagine it's the same way now because I played baritone. So you always, you always pointed your horn to the 50 to the press box. Yep. So you always wanted to, to aim your, aim the bell of your, your bugle to the, to the press box. And so mm-hmm. if you're sitting in between the 45s and up closer to the press box, that's where it's going to really hit you. But yeah, Kevin's right. There, there's no, there's no bad seats in there because it, it's loud and it's wonderful. That was one of the reasons that when we were in high school band, when I was in high school band, when we would go to band competitions, like we would go to Russell Bowl, we went to Mud Creek and Hansville, and um, they always told us, play to the press box. Mm-hmm. Play to the press box. That's what the judges are. Play the press box. Yep. So that was the, that's a pretty common thing. Yeah. And speaking of judges, uh, I was kind of sad that the, the DCI judges now just stand on the sideline. They don't actually mm-hmm. go into the field anymore uh, from what they were telling me. Cause I kept looking down at the judges and I'm like, why are they not running out on the field? When I marched, it was a rite of passage to chase them down. If you could, you could, you couldn't break formation. You had to stay within, in the drill mm-hmm. and all. Um, but if a judge got into your, you know, you weren't supposed to move for, for anybody or anything, you've got to stay in line, keep it going in the formation. And if a judge got in your way, that was a badge of honor to run over that judge, knock them down. We, we would, of course, back then they recorded, you know, they had handheld tape recorders. So you would get a cassette mm-hmm. tape and they would, um, they would give us the, the scoring tape or scoring sheets and the judges tapes afterwards. And we would listen to them on the bus after the shows, as we were traveling to our next destination. And a lot of times you would hear, you know, ow, what'd you you know, in some choice words from the judges after they got smacked with a mm-hmm. smacked with a horn or a, mm-hmm. or a bass drum yep. or something. That was always fun. But the reason I was told is now it's too dangerous. And I kind of went, what? That's that's that was part of the fun. <laughs> but one of the judges did partially go in the field. He just didn't go all the way out. There was a judge. Yeah. I forget which one of the, the bands was out there. It was like middle midway through. But the judge that was on the that pretty much stayed to the uh, to the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he saw something in the formation and kind of walked halfway out on the field and then came back. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, I know there's a Brock story to this as to why he's not going all the way out there. <laughs> of course, I was confused because whenever I did my first DCI event, none of the judges were even down there. Yeah, I didn't even really see them. Um, of course, I, probably because I didn't know what to look for, but. Seeing that, I was confused that the guy was actually walking on the fiddle. I was like, he's going to distract the band out there. But apparently, like you just said, that's a normal thing. That was a sport. We, I mean, we constantly, uh, in fact, Pete, one of the guys uh, that I, I used to march with, I sat next to him uh, that night. And Pete was like, yeah, I, I wish the judges went out there because I nailed one with my cymbal one time. And it was great. You just hear thong yeah. on the on the percussion judges tapes. <laughs> they The they have judges in the press box and then judges on the sideline. And back then they were, there were at least three judges on the field moving in and out of the formation, uh, the entire show. And so one of those guys was, had a really good chance of getting hit, but now they don't do that, which, yeah, like I, mean, I said, it kind of took the, takes the fun out of it for an old vet like me, but yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously this would spark a huge conversation and something that I can look up, but I, I don't know why. Why, why do why do the judges go why, why was it a thing that they would go out on the field 
I mean, because they, I, it, it's just the way they critique. They, they could see a little bit better. Like they would be behind the formation. They would be looking and could see different angles. If you were out of step, they would dock you, you know, a tenth of a point on your final yeah. score for, you know, not be, not being uniform, not being in formation. Or they would, you know, get out there and they would listen to if you missed a note or mm-hmm. or, or something of that nature, then you know, they would dock you points and that factored into your overall score, but they don't do that anymore. It was just easier well, if they were out on the field to see these mistakes. Well, yeah. And they, and they've probably learned that the majority of that they can do from the sideline. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why they're like, it's not worth the risk anymore of risking, you know, judges. Um, but I mean, that's just, that's just me guessing. Yeah. Point. I really don't know. Yeah. You're, I, I, I would wager to say you're absolutely right. But it just, for us old timers, it just like, man, that was always <laughs> the funnest it. part of that. That Because I remember one, at least one or two shows where a judge got in my way. And believe me, I sped up just a hair to try to hit him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not be, not trying to be malicious. That was just, you know, you're 14. Th- these kids are 14 to 21. I mean, so you got a little bit of, a little bit of get up and go in you at that age and you're moving fast and you're playing and everything. And so, well, sometimes you just don't see because you're busy watching the drum major yeah. and, and watching the, the people around you. So sometimes you don't see them. Mm-hmm. And you know, there were a couple of times that I, I do remember my elbow smashed into one of them at one point and it was just, he was looking somewhere else and I was too. And he just, you know, that was just the thing, little collision, but yeah. that was, fun. well, I mean, you do, you do have a nice sounding weapon. That you're walking around with too. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. That reminds me. In nineteen ninety two, we were doing our final show in Waterloo, Wisconsin for our world championship. We had lost the night before. And it was the first time in two years we had lost. We were undefeated in nineteen ninety one and going into our into our uh semifinal show, uh, we we lost that show and we were mad because we had not lost. We lost one show the entire time I was with Southwind. Well, that finals night, we upped our passion. We got our energy going like, okay, we can't lose this. We need to win back-to-back world championships. We've got to do this. So we upped our passion a little bit. And I think our passion, I think the judges saw the passion that we had, and that kind of helped us on our final score because mistakes were made. Uh, One of my really good friends, uh, was it Dondra? It may have been Dondra. Anyway, Contra, which people now call tubas, they were Contras, but you carried them on your shoulder, massive horns with the really big bells. Mm-hmm. And at one point, they were flying down the front sideline uh, in formation uh, and we're moving quickly. Drum Corps is very quick. Mm-hmm. And at one point, you've got to, you know, put your horn down. Well, and I think it was Dondra. She is playing, doesn't see the contra behind her and the horns are going down. And well, because everybody was, the the adrenaline was going, everybody was hyped up, emotional, trying to win. The contra came right down on her head. She like her head and shoulders went into the bell and took care of her from being caught inside the horn. Uh, it was fantastic. There's so many mistakes, but, um, but yeah, we, we wound up winning our back-to-back world championships that night because just the passion. So Every time I go to, I mean, granted, I'm sure there's a reason for this. It's probably more style than anything, but it's like I see them with the, you know, with the tubas, with the Contras, 
And I'm like, just use SUSE phones. <laughs> just, just, just use SUSE phones. It'll be so much easier. We're gonna, obviously, you probably couldn't do as much with SUSE phones because they just go around you. Mm -hmm. um, and then you could spin them around if you needed to. But I mean, even that's difficult. But, you know, I, I look at that and I'm like, it looks cool because it's all uniform because everyone has the same type of mm -hmm. instrument. And I'm sure that's the reason. Yeah. I just look at that and I'm like, God, that looks heavy. <laughs> they are really uh, freaking heavy. I, I picked up a couple of those Contras just for the heck of it when I was in there. And they they got some weight to them, but they're balanced. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, those guys, drum corps moves a lot faster in uh, marching uh, than, mm -hmm. than marching band in high school. Um, they, they're constantly, especially the bigger chords, they're constantly moving on the build. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, so those, those Contras were, I don't know what to call them, conscious or tubas now. I don't know. I'm out, out, out of that world. But um, like I said, they got good balance and they can move mm -hmm. them pretty quickly. You know, the, the contra players are wow. some, they got some, they got some strength to them. And I, I can honestly say that I was kind of disappointed to see that, that your drum corps didn't win. They've been, I, but they, they've been trailing that same core. I've, I've been seeing the scores every night. They're, they're, They've been trailing the Spartans, the, the same core all uh, all season. So I, it is what. But it they is. were very good. The Spartans were very good. They were. They were very very good. They were, yeah. and uh, it's just it, it's so much fun to go see drum corps now, and, and I can't wait to. Uh, my kids have not been to a show in ages, um, quite a few years, and so I'm looking forward to just taking them this week to to that. And, Mm -hmm. That was Jess's first drum corps show yeah. the other night. So what do you a think? A friend of, of mine actually invited me to to a uh to to one up in Murfreesboro. They're having the same day as the one that's coming up in Trussville. Yeah. That 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 it was gonna have even more bands or something there. And I was like, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. But it does sound like it'll be super cool. And I, I love it. Like, you know, this time of year you can you know, pretty much every weekend, somewhere around near where you are, you've got some sort of a DCI event that you can do. Oh yeah. So yeah. I think now they have the world championships pretty much at Lucas oil field in Indianapolis every year. Um, which they, they, they've done it for ages now, uh, at that same place. And that's, uh, kind of, I don't know, for me, for me personally, it was kind of disappointing that they decided to lock it in on one place. I mean, that's, that's kind of DCI's headquarters. It should travel. Yeah. Because in, in 91, our, our championships were in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. In 92, they were at the University of Wisconsin up in Madison at Camp Randall Stadium. And so they used to move around, you know, Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And they used to do a lot of moving around, but now they lock it in. And it's probably for budget reasons, you know, to have it in the same place, mm -hmm. you know, every August. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. probably have a lease or, or some sort of deal or something with yeah. the, the stadium. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I have not been involved in that world in many, many, many years. So I don't know the ins and outs, but yeah, you know, as long as they still do the tours and come around here, I'm happy because we get to go see them. But yeah. Was, yeah. And your, 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 your drum corps even had their, um, I think you had, you had said something about their, uh, their dinner, but their, their dinner, um, whatever, um, truck, yeah. with the trailer and everything where they, where they, they serve food and whatnot. That mm -hmm. was actually really cool. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was the best part, man. You, you got off, uh, got off the field and got done with the show. Dinner was waiting. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, 
but it was a great. Well, and they came back and they came back. I mean, your your drum corps did a mm-hmm. show and then came back at the end and then did you know uh, another uh, another uh, like a small show and then it was like a they, they were giving out an honorary like scholarship and that was freaking cool, man. Yeah, and that scholarship was named after a, a good friend of mine, Bill Bowman. Um, he he and I were were close. He was married to my god sister at one point. Um, and Bill unfortunately passed away a few years ago. And I mean, he and I had kept in touch, and he he was a sweetheart of a guy, and uh, had marched south when back in the early eighties, um, and. Uh, they had a memorial scholarship, which it, at when I marched, it was six hundred dollars a year to to march to participate, and so they had they had a scholarship where that would pay for one uh, member's tour for that summer, and and that's what that was was the uh, the Bill Bowman Memorial Scholarship, and um, um usually when usually like. In in Wetumpka, that was Southwind's home show because Southwind is is based out of Mobile, Alabama, and so Wetumpka was because that was the one show that Southwind was going to be at in Alabama this year. That was their home show, and so usually one of the bigger cores uh, will come back out at the end of every show and they'll stand in a semicircle from side you know on the front sideline and and perform something else, um, just kind of a, as an encore while. The, the, while the judges are preparing the scores and getting everything else mm-hmm. ready. And so that's what Southwind did. And that's of course cool. they, they played sweet home, Alabama, which, um, <laughs> um th- this little lady over here hates that song. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just one of those things that you, uh, uh, you live in Alabama. It's almost like you're just forced to hear that song at, you know, <laughs> Public events, sporting events, it's it's just played out for me. And so. tell them why. Well, you know, the, the Alabama Crimson Tide loves to, you know, use this song as their rallying cry, and I'm an Auburn fan. But that's not the only reason. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, You've never given me another reason. Well, you can be anywhere. You can be at a concert, not even at a football game. They'll play this song. And everybody's got a chant, roll, tide, roll. We're not at a football game. We're at a concert. Okay? <laughs> a football game's one thing. But, you know, random, like, wherever you go, when there's live music and somebody plays Sweet Home Alabama, they're, they're going to fire that off. But when, you, I, you, when I lived and worked at Auburn, they would play that song, too, and they would say, War D Eagle. I hear more Alabama fans than I do Auburn fans. That's because there's more Alabama fans in the state. Well. That's right. That's right, baby. <laughs> hey, I can I can talk smack about each school because I worked at Auburn for ten years and I graduated from Alabama, so <laughs> I I've earned the right to say what I want to about either school. It's just just it's just played out. I'm you know I'm forty six years old. I'm just tired of hearing it. <laughs> and now it's the theme song, the official theme song to our state. Because <laughs> we licensed it, <laughs> so when you as soon as you and you guys do trips to Georgia and then you come back, first thing you see, yeah. welcome, sweet home Alabama, sweet home mm-hmm. Alabama, and yeah. you're like, oh God, I'm home. Oh. Oh, it, when I when I got home from the Air Force, I was driving back from Texas, I left Texas, and was heading home permanently. And as soon as I crossed I-10 from Mississippi into Alabama, I had that cranked on my radio. 
loud as it would go. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm home. But mm-hmm. granted, I was getting home after four years in the military, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't hear that a lot when you were out there in Texas, though. You didn't hear, you didn't well, hear the song a lot when you were out there. I heard it because I played it a lot because I was missing home. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had the yeah. CD. Okay. Back before I will, I will agree with you, Jess. It is an overplayed song. It is. Far State, it's an it. overplayed it's, song. It oh, is. At, at, the, at the two or three Stallions games we went to this year in the USFL, they played that song uh, there in Birmingham. And she yeah, just, she and in a Stallions game. And they were saying, roll, Todd, roll. You're, no. <laughs> yeah. This is not, you're not in an Alabama football game. <laughs> well, what, what always bothered me about that is, you know, it was, granted, it's, it's, it's a song about Alabama, but it was by a band that's not from Alabama. Right, right. Yeah, they're from yeah. Florida. Exactly, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like you jerks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would have been cooler if it had been like you know from the band Alabama. True, doing Sweet Home Alabama, that would have been cool. But yeah. you know, I get it, and I and I get that Jesse, even being an Alabama fan myself, and and more than anything, I say that with a grain of salt because I just feel like I was indoctrinated mm-hmm. to be an Alabama fan more than anything because mm-hmm. I mean that's my birthplace is actually in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, I saw, I've always pretty much been, there's like, which, which state sports ball team are you cheering for? Mm-hmm. I am cheering for the Crimson Tide, sir and or ma'am. Um, and that's just <laughs> how it's always been with me. You know, I, that, uh, you know, there was a time in my life when, um, when I was in my teens where I had the, the Alabama, the old classic Alabama flag and I would fly it. And I, even then I was like, all right, cool. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I was in band, I was a band nerd. I mean, you know, Brock and I are both big band nerds, you know. Um, I was in band, and it wasn't until the second year that I was in band that I even bothered to figure out how football worked. Because I was like, look, if I'm going to have to sit in the stands for most of this game and, and watch these idiots on the field play, I might as well understand what they're doing. <laughs> so I actually made an effort to figure out what football was. That's pretty much how important it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, when you're when you have to sit there in the stands with the you know, you're part <laughs> just of it. watch it. Yeah, you just you just pick up and learn about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. I, I get it though. I get you know it's it's the it same. is an overplayed song. For sure. And and to your point, Kevin, about just you have to learn football, especially in this state. I mean, I had to learn hockey when I got out to Texas and took on a part time job, you know, doing the post game radio show for a local hockey team. I had to learn hockey. Mm-hmm. And absolutely fell in love with it. Yeah. Hockey so, is awesome, man. It really is. It is so awesome. It's a fun, fun sport. Mm-hmm. You know, ah, can't wait till the Bulls start again. I'm ready for hockey mm-hmm. season. Oh yeah, baby. We'll have to. <laughs> we'll, we'll, man, we, we really need to do when we. I mean, granted, this is totally off topic with that, but we really need to like make sure this year that we give our fans here some, um, you know, some shorts. Mm-hmm. And whatnot of us yeah. being at the game and things that we we do and just outside and whatnot. We need to do a lot more of that this year, I think. Yeah, I It'll agree. Great. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, that's golly, the last two weeks uh, to to bring it back around to what we've been up to. Um, have we done anything else? Mm-mm. I have. What What have you done, dude? I'm I'm busy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you guys are busy with with life, and I'm over here busy, you know, being a like the the homeowner dude finishing things up. I actually 
finally finished my um my hardscaping feature in the front yard. Oh, it's done yeah. as of today. It is 100% done. I have all of the plants in it. Um, it's got it, it's really really neat, guys. It's uh, you know, I did the hardscaping feature. I put down um, all the mulch, um, uh, let it sit for a little bit, and then went and, and basically <laughs> we and uh, we've got a, a really really nice um, a nursery that's uh, down. I'm going to plug these guys. It's called Hannah's um, Nursery down. Uh, it's on uh, Highway 280 near Lee Branch, um, outside of Hooper. Really, really cool folks there. I basically went there on a Sunday. Um, they weren't busy. I pulled up, uh, went up there, and I said, I have this thing. And I just showed them a picture of it. And I was like, I don't know plants. Can you tell me what to put in this? And then they asked me some questions. And then the guys just kind of moved me around the, uh, the lot and showed me some things. And he says, I think that this might look good. I think that you might like this. I think you might. So I wound up with a lot of native plants. Um, got some uh, chrysanthemum Becky in there. I've got some uh, uh, tick seed, which is a, a native. It sounds like a horrible plant, but it's actually really pretty. It has these nice little flowers. And I've got like a custom address stone. And and um, once once I put all that in, I got a little more confident with it. And um, uh, I went to like my local Home Depot and picked up some more plants. And And then I got to the point where I was like, I think I got too many plants, but I'm going to put them in here anyway because, you know, I picked them out. And as of today, um, I've got I've got uh, uh, junipers in there. I've got different kinds of azaleas. It sounds like I got a thousand plants in there. That's really only like um, probably about maybe 12 or so plants altogether, but they're all perennials. So they'll come back. I don't got to worry about them, um, you know. Because of all that, I was able to do watering, do my own uh, automated watering schedule um, with that, which uh, that, that kind of stuff always makes me happy, being able to, 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 to set something up to, to work automatically. So, yeah, I'm, uh, that's the second major project that I've done um, at my house, and I'm, I'm so happy to be done with it. So you guys stay tuned. I've got something uh, new coming up that I'll be working on because I apparently never rest with this stuff. <laughs> Um, well, I'm, I'm but, glad I'm glad to hear you didn't plant kudzu. Why would I plant? Now I did. <laughs> I did not do that. I planted. Um, I planted uh, creeping junipers. Which uh -huh. is, this is a juniper that'll only get about a foot high, and it'll creep out a bit, so it'll it'll be good coverage. And I, the, another creeping plant that I put in there was uh, lemon coral, which it looks it looks like coral underwater, but it's kind of a lemony color. Mm -hmm. It will also creep as well. It's a perennial. So yeah, no, there's no 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 kudzu. I know better than that. I mean, that's that's like I mean, I've seen stories um, where you have neighbor disputes where your neighbor will, you know, they won't turn their light off at night or something like that. And um, I've seen where people will plant bamboo. That's just freaking evil. Okay? Oh, really? Especially like invasive bamboo where it's some bamboo you can control it. Yeah. But if you if you like the bamboo you see on the side of the road that is trying to cross the road that it's so bad. Mm -hmm. I would honestly like to see a battle between like kudzu and bamboo because bamboo grows <laughs> faster than kudzu. Yeah. So and would kudzu actually climb bamboo? I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued now. I, I don't know how that would, how that would work out because bamboo gets so tall, you know, well, there's a, 
there's kind of there's a bamboo forest where is it in Otaga County down near Prattville? Might maybe you can find an answer there. Just don't bring it up to your yard. Are you trying to tell me they go and plant kudzu? No, down there, <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, not not at your house. Just go go to Otaga County and and to that bamboo forest near Prattville and uh, and just see if there's anything happening there. Great. Now, now, if that if someone does that and gets that idea, they're gonna think I did it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but don't take kudzu with you. Just go see if it's already happened there. Oh, okay. yeah. Just go witness. Just be a oh. witness. But yeah, I have another project coming up here pretty soon um, that I'll be working on. That's going to be very different from that. Um, but yeah, you guys stay tuned. It's going to okay. be cool. Very nice. Well, I we haven't done anything else. I've I've been finishing up my my summer semester. I, mm-hmm. I'm actually got one. I'm on my last project this week for the semester that I can breathe for. Excuse me, I can breathe for a couple of weeks. Three classes to go, two this fall, one in the spring, and I'm done with my master's degree finally. Woo! Yeah, so that's that's what really what outside of the drum corps is what I've been up to the last couple of weeks. How about you, honey? Well, I I have uh I have been with you, my love, and uh Oh you know, we haven't uh there's not been a whole lot going on lately, just you know, uh we will well, by the time this this episode airs, we will have seen Barbie. Uh, we did not go the opening weekend, but we do plan to go see it on a Tuesday. So by the time this episode drops, we will have seen that. So mm-hmm. we have no thoughts or insight on the movie yet. I know Kevin made a comment that he has seen it as well. My daughter has it's seen a great it. Movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, there's just, um, you know, we've just, just been doing our Normal life thing, really. So, yeah. and we'll see Haunted Mansion on Saturday with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, on the 29th, we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that because yes, we're look, big Haunted Mansion freaks. We're really looking forward to Haunted Mansion. If you, if you ever watch on YouTube, right above my right or left shoulder, right there, there you go, is a is a kind of is a reproduction poster, one of the original Haunted Mansion. Uh, posters and it's signed by Bob Gurr, the guy who designed the Doom Buggy, uh, Disney legend. And then right there, where I'm pointing, mm-hmm. is a full sized replica Haunted Mansion sign that mm-hmm. I got off, I uh, got from Disney years ago. They don't sell that anymore. So yeah, we we love Haunted Mansion. So uh, we did land one of the uh, limited edition bride dolls. For Haunted Mansion that that was just put out recently, so mm-hmm. yay on that! Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, very excited. Uh, can't wait to see Haunted Mansion. Um, you know, I've I've been hearing you know various thoughts and opinions on Barbie, and uh, so I'm in, I'm kind of interested to go and see for myself and and uh, form my own opinion about about the movie. But honest, I mean, hot take. Honestly, I'm looking forward. I'm honestly looking forward to Haunted Mansion more than I am Barbie. Same here. So well, that's just where our fandoms lie. Well, yeah. But I, I mean, do I'm think that the casting, just short of what I've seen, you know, for as far as Barbie, the casting and the aesthetic and all that is, is pretty neat. And the casting is spot on. So yeah. those, you just literally just pointed out the two best things about it. It's the <laughs> casting and the set, mm-hmm. the design. It is, it's it i'm not going to go into it i can tell you my 
my very tiny review of it other than just saying it's awesome. Th mm -hmm. Those are the two best things. Um, yeah. Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie were the best casting decisions they ever could have made. Mm -hmm. They were so good. And and a lot of people there that even, you know, whatever opinions they have, they always kind of come back to that. That as far as them being cast in those roles was was an excellent choice. And they, they couldn't have been more spot on with those with those choices. Cool. Well, very nice. And, you know, we we're collectors of popcorn buckets. And AMC, $65. Yeah, I saw that. But you get Barbie's car mm -hmm. as a popcorn bucket. But you also got the doll. You, you can get you can get uh, the popcorn bucket separately. Um, which, by the way, an update. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're going to show it. An update. Uh, when we went to see Dungeons & Dragons, I mm -hmm. was very sad that I could not find the popcorn bucket. I said I would not pay eBay prices. And thankfully, I didn't. But if you're watching on YouTube, right there. He got his D20 dice. I his got popcorn it. bucket. I got my Dungeons and Dragons popcorn bucket. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's cool. It's it's really cool looking. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where to open this thing. There it is. Mm -hmm. There it is. Never been used. Uh, since the movie came out, I've been watching this guy on Facebook Marketplace has ha had this thing up for sale. And he was he was starting to compete with eBay a little bit on their stupid prices. But then apparently nobody was watching Facebook Marketplace really well. And so kind of got to the point where the guy was just like, I think he was ready to get rid of it. The guy sat there for two months. The guy just said, forget it and was trying to offload it. He knocked it down right next to retail price. And as soon as he did, nice. he snagged it. I'm like, yeah, mm -hmm. so being patient paid off. But we also, and I don't have it within reach, but the other day, my uh, Optimus Prime uh, bucket from AMC came in as well, where the, the trailer opens up and it's the popcorn bucket and the cab opens up with the two smokestacks and that's where you put your drink. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a uh, uh, Madame Leota uh, popcorn bucket from Cinemark coming mm -hmm. in from Haunted Mansion. I was able to snag one of those off the site for 20 bucks, which was a good price. Although I've heard those aren't as impressive. But. Yeah, I've, I've kind of heard <clears throat> mixed, mixed feelings on those two as well. Well, the only bucket I'm missing that I really want is the Little Mermaid light-up one from AMC. Mm. I, I have not been able to track that one down for a good price yet, but eh, maybe one day. Yeah. Just got to be patient like I was with the D20. That's right. Patience pays off sometimes. Mm -hmm. Granted, I'm not really watching any of them right now, so <laughs> I don't know what the prices are. So... All right. Well, uh, we'll move on. That's the intro to your to the podcast. And again, if you want to follow us on social media, at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube, you can find us there. All right. We're going to move on now to our, our fun segment of, you know, the, uh, the Bama yeah. Geeks. Southern words and phrases and Hello. dad jokes. We get to have dad jokes this time since Kevin's back. Yeah. So what you got for us this time on your Southern words and phrases, honey? All right. For episode 60, I have selected the phrase, she was madder than a wet hen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So have you ever seen a wet hen? If you have, you know that being madder than a wet hen is very mad indeed. So something I learned is that hens sometimes go through a phase called broodiness. They'll stop at no length to in 
incubate their eggs and get agitated when you try to collect them. Mm -hmm. Hens used to get dunked in cold water to break their broodiness. (laughs) This phrase is used to describe a woman who is beyond furious and is using that anger to cause a scene. All right. Well, my, uh, I I don't know if she still does it or not. I think she still does. My uh, aunt, my youngest aunt on my dad's side, um, always had chicken houses growing up. Mm. And when I was a kid, I would go out there and help them collect eggs. And yes, my my hand got pecked quite a few times <laughs> doing that. So mm-hmm. you, you have firsthand experience in this. Yes. yes. I have firsthand experience. Yes. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Well, they, they, don't, they don't dunk them in the water anymore. I mean, that's one of the only reason I know this is because that's kind of one of the types of like funny videos that I follow on the net is like when you, you know, dealing with broody hens and more often than not, um, uh, people will come up with uh, interesting contraptions to deal with it, but they'll just use like a spray bottle and spray them <laughs> and it'll not, not and just freak them out and, and then get the eggs or, or, you know, whatnot. But yeah. yeah. Like spraying yeah. a cat. Mm-hmm. Or you can do the whole, the, you can do the whole trick of uh, holding their head down for a certain amount of time. And it just kind of hypnotizes them. Um, and what were they just, they, they, they just can't move. They just get paralyzed. Um, that that also knocks them out of it too, but you know, back in the day, a lot of people just didn't know about that kind of stuff. So, huh. yeah, just dunk them. Yeah. I was watching. A, dunk I was watching a video today about this guy who does a lot of traveling, and he went to Johannesburg, South Africa, mm-hmm. and took one of their safari tours. And the safari guide got out of the uh, protective truck and got out there with the lions, mm-hmm. and had a spray bottle. And whenever they would start growling, whatever, and they're just big cats, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, sweetheart. You're welcome. And we'll toss it over to Kevin with our dad jokes. Which one are we doing? Dude, your pick, man. You want me me to roll the uh, popcorn bucket? (laughs) See what we can do. Do it, man. Roll the popcorn bucket. (laughs) Clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're going to go with uh, volume two. All right. This is going to be truly random. Okay. There is the the flip of the pages. Kevin is uh, reading, deciding which joke he's going to. Let's go. There's four of them here. We're going to, we're going to figure it out here. All right. Therapist says your wife is upset because you never buy her flowers. I said, to be completely honest, I had no idea. My wife sold flowers. <laughs> That's a really good one. Uh, good one. Well, I, I, one more. Right. One more. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. What training or qualifications does a garbage collector need? Um, I don't know. They don't need any. They just pick it up as they go. Ah, a lot of on the job training there there you go (laughs) (laughs) i love our little patoon very nice all right that's your bama geeks um uh Bama geeks, uh, yeah, I, I'm getting old. I, I just completely blanked. Southern words and phrases, yeah. and dad jokes. Yeah. Southern words and phrases and dad jokes. There you go. <laughs> so, um, just really quickly, uh, as as we record this, uh, San Diego Comic Con is ending. Um, we've got some friends out there mm-hmm. that uh, that appear to have had a lot of fun. 
Did you guys pay attention to anything? I, I know there's a strike going on with the the Writers Guild and SAG-AFTRA. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so there wasn't a whole lot of actor things happening out there. But, right. Um, as far as like the, a lot of toy reveals, things of that nature, did you guys see anything or I have care? Uh, <laughs> I have uh, seen the probably the same things that, that you have seen because we've mm-hmm. Kind of watched a lot of the same videos of some of the coverage out there with our our friends from YHS and uh, people like Pixel Dan. Um, so uh, we did check out the the new the one thing I know that uh, the Roger Rabbit and the Judge Doom that yeah. was being put out. Uh, Super Seven, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm patiently waiting for those mm-hmm. to drop online as we speak. Yeah. I hope there's something that's going to drop online because those are the two things I'm missing. Every other thing that I had any interest in, any interest in, um, I was able to find online mm-hmm. and grab. So, except for those two figures, the uh, reaction figures from Roger Rabbit. Um, and it was Mondo that's doing the the Megan figure, one of the Megan figures that you liked so much, right? Yeah, the one six scale mm-hmm. kind of is is Mondo's version of Hot Toys, right? Just to give you an idea. Uh yeah, Megan the uh the, the horror movie which mm-hmm. became a quick guilty pleasure of mine. I <laughs> loved that movie. I hope they make more. Um, but that's I really haven't uh, like I said, short of what you've brought to my attention and the things that we've watched. I mean, there's there's been a lot of uh, good little reveals as far as toy lines and things that are becoming out so yeah, yeah i placed quite a few pre-orders for my gi <laughs> joe classified figures and mm-hmm. um i hadn't really done anything for masters of the universe uh i think from what i saw like the vintage style figures are going online only to mattel creations um, okay so no more in-store hunting that's my understanding yeah. and i might be wrong on that which uh, i we can't find figures in our local stores anymore <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, He-Man figures, Origins figures. Um, so for better, for worse, with them going straight to the website, I don't know. Right. But if, if that is the case. Well, I, I did want to say one of the best things, at least for me, mm-hmm. that came out of San Diego Comic-Con is we got a new episode of Invincible. The uh, Amazon Prime show Invincible. Um, they actually did an origin story episode for Adam Eve, which is one of the uh, characters, one of the most interesting characters in the show. Mm-hmm. And it was a full length one hour episode that they did, uh, which explained her origin, where she came from, how she got her powers. Um, just out of the blue, because it was announced at San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. Um, uh, so they, they, if, you, if you're a big Invincible fan like I am and. Yes, I know there's comic books. Yes, I know that I could go out and, and know what's going to happen in the next season. I don't want to know. <laughs> I want to be surprised. So, um, you know, this right here was absolutely revealing, and um, I've already uh, watched it twice. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, that was probably one of the biggest reveals. And I, I love it when San Diego Comic-Con does that, uh, you know, because I know you guys are really big into the toys and stuff, mm-hmm. but actually getting new media out of it like you know they they, they dropped the new season two trailer mm-hmm. um for invincible it looks like it's going to be incredible the amount of big voice actor names that are in it is crazy mm. i mean they they and they, they get to the end of the episode they start dropping names 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 and a lot of voice actor talent full actor talent in it of course jk simmons is back as uh 
uh, you know, the, the 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 big Vitruvian. Um, so well, she's not Vitruvian, Viltrumite. Um, so it's it was awesome. It was awesome to to see that. I was I was totally shocked that I actually had to go and look it up and to confirm that it had been a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, hmm. uh, like a you know, reveal. So, yep. Oh, that's cool. Was, was a really good watch. Yep. If you're into Invincible, definitely go out and uh, check check your Amazon Prime account and go take a look at Invincible. It's uh, I think they're titling it like episode zero or like like season zero episode one because it's kind of a special. Mm-hmm. But it should be it should be showing up out there for you. Okay, well we'll check that out. That sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, had you guys watched the show yet? No, no, have not. Mm-mm. Well, you need to watch the show. Don't watch that first. You know, <laughs> okay, watch the show and then you know go back and watch that. Um, and Amazon may try to put that out there first, but I probably wouldn't watch that first. Okay, uh, would watch the show. Yep. Alrighty. Okay. Um, there is a new has, I wanted to ask you about this, Kevin. There's a new HasLab uh, crowdfunding project going on. It's from, it's the ghost, uh, from Ahsoka. Um, didn't know if you had seen that or had any interest in that. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a big old ship. Yeah. And, um. Ooh. What? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now, yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah, I don't know if you had any. Interest. Okay, so 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 there's a difference between you and me, Bron. And, okay, and you know this is, this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I look at this. What when you look at this? What is the first thing you look you know, when when you see a toy like this for Haslabs? What's the first thing that, that pops into your mind? Uh, that I'm probably not going to get it because I've backed several of these Haslab projects and we've run out of space. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're so big. That's actually a good point. So. <laughs> You know what was the first thing that popped into my mind when I saw this? I'm looking at it going, where am I going to put it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this looks incredible, but I'm like, I don't know where I would put it. That yeah. It's going to be big. Yeah. Um, I just finished backing uh, the G.I. Joe Classified series. Uh, HasLab just ended up the Dragonfly, which is a massive helicopter. Um, I just funded that this past week uh, that they charged it already and then i've got two classified series cobra hiss tanks that are coming i've got a retro sky striker that i backed that's in storage i don't have any haslab stuff uh on display because they're huge mm-hmm. and we have no space in the house right now although i will say that i did i did appreciate you sending me a notice about the 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 uh, old, old school Grand Admiral Thrawn mm-hmm. that they're releasing as well. That was that was really cool looking. I know yeah. that's your guy. Yep, Grand Admiral Thrawn's my guy for sure. So <laughs> as you guys can probably assume, I am super excited for Ahsoka. Oh yeah, for that. So that's going to be great. And then we've got you know, of course, we got a new trailer um, that just came out not too long ago where they actually finally officially mm-hmm. showed Grand Admiral Thrawn and all of his glory and uh, you know Lars Mikkelsen. Yeah. He's going to be so good because all he has to do is literally just do exactly what he did in Rebels. I mean, they've, they've pretty much already said this is just Rebels season uh, season five mm-hmm. at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely a different uh, 
different vibe with with Comic Con this year with the yeah. you know in the middle of the strikes and stuff going on. But you know, you, we're used to seeing the a lot of the you know the the big trailer reveals on the movies and things of that mm-hmm. nature. So it's it's just you know, different feel this year. So. Yeah, and- one of the things that I that I saw that that kind of I didn't even really think about this was you know they'll hire actors or or, or folks in costume mm-hmm. to come out and promote things and. And I, I was seeing all kinds of notices of um, if you're a cosplayer mm-hmm. and you have a studio that contacts you to to promote their thing, don't do it because that's like scabbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I, I kind of feel like that's a stretch a little bit because you know you're not in SAG, mm-hmm. but but you know it's just basically making it where they can't promote their stuff, right? Um, which that's part of the strike, of course. Yeah. Um, but I just. I, they're seeing all kinds of like, 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 uh, FYI kind of notices popping up all around, um, you know, before mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the con and everything. That was, that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that has not been affected, um, around here in Birmingham is Matthew McConaughey Whew. and Kurt Russell are yeah. running around different areas around Birmingham <laughs> right now, filming, uh, filming a, a movie, which, um, SAG AFTRA apparently gave them permission to mm-hmm. continue filming because it's an mm-hmm. independent film. Yeah. Um, they were approved along with uh says that they recently granted to approval to thirty eight I'm sorry, excuse me, thirty nine independent productions to shoot during its strike. And one of them just happens to be I mean, Matthew McConaughey's been within a couple of miles of our house. Yeah. During mm-hmm. all this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The movie is The Rivals of Am- Amzia King. I'm assuming that's how you say that. A-M-Z-I-A-H. The Rivals of Amzia King. It's, uh, I think it's Amzia King. Amzia? Like, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, th- I think I think it is, but that's close. Yeah. Um, this uh, movie is, is the just, just the description I have read is that uh, the movie is a Deeply atmospheric, character-focused crime thriller set against the unique backdrop of remote Oklahoma, which apparently remote Oklahoma is very similar to Alabama. Well, it's kind of like, you know, Alberta, Canada is similar to Oklahoma. <laughs> right. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, they have been uh, shooting scenes in and around Birmingham uh, starting in June, and it's supposed to I think they are about to wrap up, though. Uh, they said they was going to be shooting uh, from June into July. Mm-hmm. And I knew Matthew McConaughey. Of course, that's been the big talk around the state. <laughs> He's been spotted, like Brock says, in several areas. Been uh, at Children's mm-hmm. Hospital. Yeah, he visited Down Children's Hospital. He's been hospital. just driving around. He's yeah, been just, driving around. Yeah. He's taking road trips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody that has encountered him uh, in his time here in Alabama has had nothing but Wonderful things to say about his reaction and, and his uh, his interactions with the fans and people who have had a chance to to meet him while he's been here. Um, and apparently this is not the first time that he has uh, shot anything here in Alabama. Uh, they said that uh, he previously had been here in 2006 filming scenes for Failure to Launch in Cherokee and Etowah County. Okay. Uh, then he was also spotted in Mobile, uh, February of 2015, around the time he filmed Free State of Jones. So he's he has visited us quite a few times. 
but it seems like this this late this latest movie has has been the it's been the big talk of the state. And like I said, knew he was in this movie shooting shooting films for this movie, and just recently learned that Kurt Russell is a part of this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Kurt, uh, it's been spotted in Mulga recently. Which is, yeah, it's it's you know, it's just crazy to think mm-hmm. just that all these actors have been you know in and around close to where you live and around the state doing mm-hmm. things you would never even have imagined that they would ever come to Alabama to do these things. Well, We've, and I mean, Kurt, Kurt Russell, just his, and, 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 and the footage that was released where he was doing a scene, yeah. he looks like, he looks like your pawpaw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he really does. He's like, he, I'm like, man, pawpaw, pawpaw done made uh, Momo mad and he's, he, he's, uh, he's living away to get in his truck. <laughs> well, my pawpaw didn't have any hair and Kurt Russell has a beautiful head of hair. Yes, he does. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, and you know, not too long ago, we've had Morgan Freeman, we've had Bruce Willis, we've had John Travolta. Again, very, very close proximity to where we live shooting yeah, movies. And very close. I would have never imagined that that anybody would be coming down here to Alabama to to shoot movies like this. And we were just talking about Wetumpka a couple of years ago. Tim Burton shot Big uh, well, Big Fish here in more Alabama. More than a couple. Well, yes, that's, that's more than a couple. It's been more than a couple. Look, yeah. when you say the other day, I could mean, you know, two days ago or 10 years ago. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, uh, we were down in Wetumpka. That's primarily, that's that's where Tim Burton shot the movie Big Fish mm-hmm. in and around Wetumpka and Montgomery area. So, yeah. I've gone to the town of Spectre not mm-hmm. too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, you did. That's yep. right. And we weren't too far off from downtown Wetumpka, which the house that they used in the movie Big Fish that's located right down there in the downtown area, as long as uh, along with the uh, downtown area, the town itself, a lot of movie, a lot of scenes were shot in that area. Mm-hmm. So, and I have a good friend of mine who was an uh, extra in that movie that's actually can be seen in the movie. Yeah. So. Very nice. Yep. It's, it's just nice to know that, you know, we're people, you know, give us a chance. They come down here and see what we have to offer. And and it's bringing people in to shoot movies in our state. So it's just fantastic to hear. Well, not only actors, but Lana yeah. Del Rey has been spotted working at a Waffle House in Florence. Yes. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Um, what? We really don't know, honestly, why. Um, that from what I could read, because people was like, well, why is, why is she in and around? Cause she's been in Birmingham and now she's been up in, up in Florence. Working um, at a Waffle House. Wor- yeah, working. Uniform and all. I mean, you you can uh, look that up on, you know, Google that. It, it's, it just shows you she's she's there at Waffle House with the uniform on. Uh, working at Waffle House. <laughs> um, you know, it was, uh, people was like, well, why is she here? Um, and, you know, reportedly that while she has a handful of festivals and gigs, scheduled she's not currently touring um but just my research and reading into this uh, i don't i only know one of her songs well i i gotta admit i'm not like a you know yeah we're not huge, huge fan fans. i don't really know her I that well she is. <laughs> <laughs> she is a singer but she's a yeah. singer you know um but she has a song called Paris, Texas, and there is a verse in the song that says, I took a train to Spain, just a notebook in my hand. 
Then I went to see some friends of mine down in Florence, Alabama. So Aww. they they even checked with the most the, you know the muscle excuse me the muscle shoals sound just to see if she may be doing some recording there. But they yeah. said no, she's she hasn't been doing that. So well, and Muscle Shoals is a perfect place to do that. That's mm-hmm. that's a legendary sound. Yeah, uh, studio mm-hmm. uh, area M- musical. Musical you, you know what it is. You guys know what it is, right? What's she that? just she saw that just like all the rest of us, she saw the Waffle House fight video, and she was hoping <laughs> she could get in on the action. <laughs> Lana Del Rey is going to throw down, <laughs> scattered and covered and smothered. <laughs> and, yeah. Hey, you know what? I can I can actually. I went to a Waffle House. Not it was like it was the last week, and you and they've got Birch Chili back, so you can now get it smothered. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because that was the biggest complaint that I had about Waffle House was that after COVID, they didn't bring the chili back. Mm-hmm. But they actually have Burt's chili back, guys. So excited. You can now go in and I can I can get my stuff exactly the way I want it. Nice. Smothered, covered, and chunked. <laughs> maybe uh maybe Lana was down in the down in this area looking for the the goat on the there, list. There there you go. See, that's another oh, thing. Yeah, that's our Look. local celebrity right there. Yeah. Yeah, we- we've well, for the past week or two, there's mm-hmm. been a billy goat. Four days. Four, four days. Four days, yeah. Really? It seems much longer. Yeah. So while, so while somebody was chasing toddlers down the interstate, Im- imaginary toddlers, we got uh, we got a billy goat down around Mountain Brook uh, that actually was spotted several times. The huge horns mm-hmm. apparently just got loosened. That, that's been all over the local media down here. Yeah. Um. So if... I, okay, so... I don't do this often, so I was going to share my screen here. So let's see. So I go to present and then I click share screen, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So let's see. She's learning in real time, folks. Oh, 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 there you go. There it is. There's that. Now there is an update to the story. Look at that goat. Billy was look finally at that freaking unit. That is a unit of a goat right there. So look at this. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> a half naked guy on there. So these are some wait, oh, we're gonna go down here. So they have tried to corral him and catch him. He has gotten away a couple of times. <laughs> There's another shot of oh Billy there. Yeah. And uh this is the one I love the most. There's an abandoned hospital. Yeah, he's on the second floor of the it, hospital standing yeah. out at the window. And, and there he is just chilling out. Yeah, second floor, <laughs> right out the window. Yeah, he he's, took the full Alabama tour, baby. He did. There he is. He's in right the in the street. middle of the road here, you know. There During he is. rush hour. There has been video of him running down the side of the road. and yep, uh, down the sidewalk. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is, our, this is our famous goat that has been... <laughs> Eluding police and and running rampant well, in our city until today. My until- favorite my favorite media of this was the one where the uh it was running through somebody's yard and the guy goes to try to catch it oh, and I he saw misses that. Yes. and he dove <laughs> and the goat was like psych <laughs> yes I wish yeah I saw that video but we uh as of today he has been caught yeah he is he's, finally he's, he's safely home with his owner but yeah he's he's been causing uh. Local social media and 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 uh, regular media mm-hmm. uh, chaos. It's been great. Oh my goat! Well, and, and, and he hasn't guy. done anything bad. It's just they wanted to catch him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not yeah. like he's been a nuisance or anything. He hasn't messed no. anybody. He's a other star. than maybe finding goat. I, 
I think people Scat have have loved something. People have really embraced him and and has loved the story. So yeah, so maybe yeah. maybe while Mr. Mm. McConaughey and Russell's maybe while they're out filming, they can you know bring him on to the set and make him a star, and then Lana can can sing. To Lana, I guess her name is Lana. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Miss Del Rey um, is uh, you know can sing to him. <laughs> Let me see if I can. Would, would it not be incredible? I'm gonna bring something else it, up real quick here. No, she's learning. Would it not be incredible? Hey, hang on. Would it not be incredible if he showed up in the background of the film? Oh, it'd be great. Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be incredible. So here we go. Yeah, here's somebody's. And this is courtesy of AL.com. Uh huh. Goat on the loose. Look at it. Look at that. Look at the goat. He he is just having the time of his life there. Yes, going off into the woods. Yeah. Gonna go eat some more grass. The guy's like, I spotted the goat. There's the goat. <laughs> yeah, it's local celebrity, man. There, there you go. go. Thank you to AL.com for that video. That, yep. that goat is a unit, man. That is that, that is an awesome, <laughs> nice looking goat. It was. I, ho- I hope he enjoyed his freedom for a little while, and hopefully his owners are um, are happy to have him back. I know they have to be. It, my God, if they if he was in a petting zoo, could you imagine the amount of attention that goat would get now? He's famous. He's like our little Sebastian. Yeah, you're right. Yes. See? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you, I love little Sebastian. Uh, a little bit. Uh, I love some little Sebastian. So he's kind of like a full-size horse to you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, there is a, there's a lot of little, I, I just enjoy, you know, looking, let's see, look at this right here. Oh, she is Here's, on a tear now. Uh, she is look, sharing screens like crazy. I uh, this is courtesy of uh, Mr. James Spann's Instagram. There, look oh, at yeah. him. Look at him just trotting down the sidewalk. There, he is just living his He's, best life. Yes, living his best life. That's awesome. I was trying to see if I could find that video though that you were talking about, Kevin. Yeah, that, uh, that one was hilarious. The guy was trying to tackle him and just totally missed it. I said I thought it was on James Spann's Instagram. So. Yeah. That's never a good idea, by the way, to try What's to do that? that with a goat. Oh, to no. To try to tackle no. him like that? No. <laughs> no. They'll headbutt you. I mean, get get out there and like rope him or something, but I mean, no. Tackle him? No. You don't, you don't do that. <laughs> but anyway, the goat is the goat has been captured. He's, he's safe uh, and sound. Back with, he's been reunited with his owner. There you go. So... Well, well, let's get to the to the main topic of the podcast. Kevin, did you see any goats in New York? <laughs> I did not. I was about to say I didn't. I definitely did not see any goats in New York. Um, there there may have been at a burlesque show or something. What? But um, <laughs> not the burlesque show that I went to. No, thankfully. Listen, no. Um, that but was a uh, Patreon exclusive. Yeah, no goats. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you guys had to uh, join Patreon and see the last uh, Patreon episode we did where I talked about the burlesque show that I went to. And I will talk about that just a little bit, but not to the detail. Yeah, please there. don't. It's a bit, um, <laughs> it's a bit spicy as you can get, you could assume from a burlesque show. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. So um, I decided to go and me and my girlfriend decided, I, I decided I wanted to go to see the back to the future musical, um, which is a new Broadway show that they're doing in New York. It started in uh, London. Um, they started doing it there, and this is something that you know, Bob Zemeckis has been and uh, Bob Gale. They've been working on this for like forever, like fifteen years. I'm trying to get this together. 
and it's very obvious. Um, the show itself uh, is it's the best musical I've ever seen. Wow. And I mean, it's not even not, not even I mean, I've seen a lot of musicals and in a lot of different places. And granted, there's a bit of a thing where this is my it's the first and only Broadway show that I've seen at this mm-hmm. point, um, major Broadway show. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. The production quality is better, but just the overall the story, um, some of the edits that they had to do to make it fit better in Broadway, um, all of it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, it was led by. And I don't have their names. I would probably butcher them anyway. But um, uh, the actor who plays uh, Marty McFly is a, a Tony Award uh, nom. He's he's a Tony Award winner, I believe. And the one who plays uh, Doc Brown is a Tony Award nominee. And it was very very obvious that they knew their stuff. They were very very good, and they their chemistry. I just hope that if this show tours, which I fully expect it will, um, that. Uh, they get some folks that have that good of a chemistry because I will definitely be going to it on the touring as well when it goes around. Um, yeah. And it's a fun, this is a phenomenal show. The, the, uh, the, the theater that they had it in, in uh, it was actually on Broadway and they had the whole front of it decorated out, had a dedicated gift shop off to the side. So you had the gift shop that you could go in to a certain uh, number of hours before the actual show opened um and and of course the show itself had had exclusive merchandise you could get one of the exclusive things that you can get i can actually show you guys that are on youtube but there's actually mm-hmm. a shirt here that's save the clock tower and yeah. the, and you'd be you'd be delighted to know that the uh, save the clock tower lady actually gets her own song <laughs> um and it's incredible and the actress who played her in the show was terrifying um, <laughs> just how incessant she was. Just it, it was it was incredible. I'm 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 being deliberately vague because I don't want to ruin this for anybody mm-hmm. in the event that you're thinking about going or you. I just don't want to. It's it's just a very very good um, story. But yeah, they they have nifty little things like this little thing that's behind me. Um, that uh, the time actually, circuits. If you, yeah, it's got the time circuits. Uh, if you're on YouTube, you can see this. But basically, the the bottom plate of it says Back to the Future, the musical. And then it's got the time circuits and the time circuits, the numbers on them are actually when the, uh, when the show actually first premiered in New York, uh, which was June 30th of 2023. Nice. So I went to the, um, I went to the second weekend. It was showing technically after that, it would have been the first weekend. Um, they did the, the, uh, the first weekend was, was the, the weekend of the, uh, june 30th and i went the next weekend um so apparently after that i i realized that the show still hadn't officially premiered yet Mm -hmm. um so i actually got to see it i guess before the premiere and even then they had already taken it over a million dollars that's amazing and and, Mm -hmm. so this show is uh, i will be shocked if it doesn't tour i will be shocked because there's the way that they've got the the uh, the Winter Garden Theater set mm-hmm. up with uh, you go in um, the entire thing is uh, is, is set up that, uh, with uh, lights. It's almost like you're at Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. It's what it feels like. It, it, it's it's set up that good. Um, I saw cats so yeah. at Winter Garden Theater. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a very very good theater. Um, and it actually was really cool because when you go to leave. 
um, you can just leave out the side um, and, and exit out. You don't have to go back out the, the main entrance. And I kind of appreciated that. I think mm -hmm. more of the theater should do that. But um, so, yeah, that was the main purpose was me going up there for that. But um, well, we made a weekend of it yeah. and stayed up there for four days. I can tell you in just, just a brief summation, Alabama boy going to New York City. <laughs> um, it's way too fast. <laughs> it's everything's uh, yeah. way too fast up there it's just way too yeah. fast there's way too much stuff going on you could easily burn through tons of money which i mean i probably spent way way too much on stuff there but the thing is is i don't know if i'll ever go back to new york i mean i may um and i wanted to see you know get the experience so you know we went and we went to a, a really popular ukrainian restaurant there i went to freedom tower went all the way up did the view um uh, went to, of course, you know, the big thing, the Mecca, Ghostbusters Mecca, went to the firehouse. Mm -hmm. The firehouse was open. The fire, uh, firefighters were there. They were doing the merchandise. I got myself a shirt patch. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, I will say that if you go up there, obviously, it's a city. You can go and just get a, a get, get on the subway, which I did several times, um, and, and go out there and walk to the to the you know to the firehouse it's not a big deal but i decided to pay a little bit and went with a tour group mm -hmm. and i'm very glad that i did i mean this this was really good they pointed out things about the area that i didn't know about we even went i mean granted this wasn't a big deal for me we even went to where the the, the friend you know friends the show friends was filmed where they uh the apartment that they used as their apartments um and i got my picture taken in front of it and i could actually probably link that at some point but i I don't look very happy. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm going to take my picture in front of the friends thing. And I'm going to show how excited I am about friends. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, hi, I'm in Delaware. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal. Um, but I mean, pretty much, I mean, the only time that it really rained was when I did the Patreon episode and it was raining that evening. Mm -hmm. So I was standing under scaffolding. One thing I can say about New York is it's a city of scaffolding. They're scaffolding everywhere. <laughs> They're always working on something. Yeah. Um, everybody's got something going on. You, you know, no one really looks at each other, which is kind of weird because you in the South, at the very least, you're kind of used to people looking at each other. We may not wave much at each other much anymore, but at the very least, you got people that'll engage visually, but everyone's in their own world. Yeah. There mm -hmm. are weird people there. We ran into some weird people on the subway. Um, but um it you know, it's nothing that I didn't expect. The subway, oddly enough. I've always heard this like a weird experience. I'm sure it's it's a weird experience if you do it every day. But me as a tourist, I felt safe. Yeah. Um, it was it was easy to use. Uh, it was easy to understand. Um, uh, you know, Google Maps has made it like super easy now that you can just go in and it says well, exit at the northeast corner and and that you can just follow that along and it makes it really easy. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, w went all over. Um, went to the went to Bronx. Um, Met up and and uh, went to went, went to some restaurants and some things there. Um, went to um, hip hip museums. Um, I, I would totally butcher the lady's name, but there's a popular Japanese artist that my girlfriend wanted to go and see, um, who had a, a a a free public event there that we just had to stand in line for. Um, that we went to and I got the full gambit. I feel like I I really feel fulfilled with it because normally you leave and you feel like you forgot something, like mm -hmm. you didn't go do something. I, I think it hit on everything, including a burlesque show, because, you know, 
I will say what the name of the burlesque show is. And for our listeners, you can look this up. I'm not going to go into detail as to what it is. Mm-hmm. It is a burlesque show and Brock would slap me. He would probably get in his car, <laughs> drive over this evening and slap me. Okay. Um, I don't no, have to go to work called, in the morning. So yeah. The, the show was called The Empire Strips Back. We're gonna leave it at that. That's yeah. um, that it was it was super interesting. It was in a, in a kind of a, a smaller, older theater. Um, not, I mean, it was very well maintained. Um, but uh, you know, the, the city has so much to it. Like, if there's if there's something to look at. You look off in one direction, you're like, I think something was filmed there. Oh yeah, something was filmed there. One of the first places that me and my girlfriend went to eat at uh, was the Empire Diner, um, which. I learned right after that 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 was in Men in Black, the mm-hmm. scene where oh, the, okay. the, the little pug guy was singing in the car, yeah. and and Kay's coming out of a diner. That's the Empire Diner. Okay, coming mm-hmm. out of the so I mean, Neat. okay. I, I'm just I had no idea, and this place had the best pastrami I've ever had in my life. So I was hitting on all the stereotypical mm-hmm. foods that you're told that you need to do, you know, the pastrami and all that. Um, you know, pizza, pizza. I'm, I'm sorry. This is going to probably make some people mad. But New York pizza ain't that great. It's not that great. It's not. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. It, it's really not that great. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to compare it to any other pizza. I'm just saying your pizza is really not that great. Um, I'll definitely have better. Um, but overall, um, you know, I stayed on Broadway um, while I was there. And so I got to experience, you know, all the hustle bustle. Mm-hmm. Went to Times Square. Times Square. Will not be surprised to hear Times Square is incredibly overrated. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing huge about that at all. You go down there, it's just way too busy, way too mm-hmm. much stuff. I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine being there for New Year's Eve. Yeah. I mean, I walked down there and I was like, oh, cool. That's where the ball thing is. It's it's just a it's just the busiest part of town with a lot of big billboards and you know electronic billboards and things like that. Yeah, it's pretty much well and. And Brock, you probably, I'm walking through there and I'm like, Brock would be flipping out if he was here right now. Not because of sensory overload, but because apparently that night they had some sort of event in Times Square where everybody brought their Fast and the Furious cars out. (laughs) And and we had this one. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So all you heard was. The family was getting together, huh? Oh my family. God. It's all about family, apparently. And, th- and there was somebody in the family who had an exhaust that he was having a fun time making it backfire. And let me tell you something. We, we're used to, we're in, we're in the South here. We're used to hearing old trucks and stuff that backfire, right? Yeah. Um, not when it's in, in a crowded space surrounded by buildings. It sounded like gunshots. And I'm talking as loud as gunshots, if not louder. Mm-hmm. And this guy was just having a ball, was doing it over and over again. And, and and traffic there moves at a snail's pace. So he would move three feet. And and there was a time. And so that probably affected my mood a little bit there as well. But overall, just kind of taking that out of out of con- just taking that out of it all together. Mm-hmm. It just really wasn't that impressive. There were a lot more cool places in New, in New York that we went to. Like uh, we went to the Chelsea Market, which is kind of an underground market um, that has it, it's very similar. Uh, 
if you're familiar with Seattle, like Pike Market, yeah, the public the public market, very similar to that. It's kind of multi-leveled and it has a lot of really cool shops with a lot of touristy stuff and local stuff. And there's just there is so much to do there. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure the people that live there don't even know all the stuff that's there. Hmm. That it, it's just that much stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, the, uh, the 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 loud cars would have driven me nuts. <laughs> yeah. I was I was literally I actually said that to my girlfriend. I was like, if Brock was here, he would be flipping out. I was like, I would love, <laughs> I would have loved for Brock to be here <laughs> to see this to this, see this show with us. But the proximity that Broadway has to to Times Square mm-hmm. in that area mm-hmm. would you could hear it from the, where the show was. Yeah. You could hear them doing that. And I was like, Brock would have been just like, he would have been livid. It, he would it, have been livid. <laughs> and it's because I don't understand. I don't understand the desire to have such loud cars and mufflers. I mean, because, I mean, we, you know, we live in Alabama where uh-huh. everybody's the big trucks. Are, I, I don't understand the appeal of wanting to cause that much noise out of your car. I don't get it. Mm. Because I, I, I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a term okay. that you can learn. They're called bro dozers. Bro dozers, yes. What? Okay, I have this the first time I've heard that. Bro dozers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first for sure. I've not heard that. I term. heard that one a while back, and I was like, I want to sneak that in there at some point. We're okay, gonna, we're, we're going to talk about bro dozers. <laughs> bro dozers. I just, you know, I understand. I understand the appeal of fast cars. Mm-hmm. I understand the appeal and the the adrenaline rush. Yeah. I do not understand the appeal of why so loud. I don't get it. What's the appeal of not having mm-hmm. a muffler? I don't get it. You know, well, I, if someone stole your cat, you know, your catalytic converter, I guess that that's the excuse. But you know, yeah, and that that happens a lot. <laughs> I just I don't understand the appeal of loud cars. I just wait when somebody when somebody takes a motorcycle or a, or a a, a a souped up car or whatever, and they go, you know. They go through a neighborhood and just gun it and and make that loud noise. I roll my eyes. I'm like, that's not impressive. It's not, it doesn't make you more of a man. You know, it, it mm-hmm. just means you're a nuisance to me. Yep. And now you can have fast cars and not hear them at all. Ah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> old so, Teslas. Yeah, no, um, <laughs> Teslas tearing up the roads. Dang it. Um, By the way. Yeah, they, they, I'm sure I'm. I'm that, that that was your bear with Brock segment for the podcast. Bear with Brock. There you go. There bear you go. with Brock. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm forgetting something. Um, we did like so many things, but my, my typical planning style with this um, is with just about any trip like that is just come up with the things that you want to do, mm-hmm. space them out, and then just fill in the blanks in the middle. And thankfully, mm-hmm. when you go to New York City, there's plenty of opportunity to fill in the blanks. There's always something to do. Yeah. It, it really is a city that never sleeps. Everything. I mean, yeah. you had places that were open, but places that seemed like they never closed. I will say one thing I forgot to, to mention. I had the best Japanese food I have ever had in my life there. <laughs> I don't think anything's ever going to touch it hmm. because I'm sitting there eating, eating me and my girlfriend sitting there eating at this, just this little hole in the wall. Um, and we're getting dishes that I'm like, I have literally never heard of this before. Um, and, and I'm like, I want to write this down and go to my favorite Japanese place back in Alabama and tell them, can you look this up and just start making this? Cause I'll buy it because <laughs> the stuff was that good. It was just, 
They don't. Most every restaurant we went to up there, it was a step above just about anything we have here. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I try not to be disappointed, but you know, next time I go and have uh, you know food at a Japanese restaurant, I'll be like, man, it'd be great if we had that that one thing. Like there was a, I forget what it's called, but it was like a um an omelet. They like made an omelet and they put noodles and stuff inside the omelet, um and. You would cut it open and it just kind of oozed out. It was it was almost like something you get at Waffle House, uh huh, but Japanese style. Okay, and it was like one of the most amazing things I've ever had. Hmm. Um, and these and, and these this this place was was great, and that was just repeated over and over again. We went to an Italian restaurant, and I'm like, as usual, it's better than anything <laughs> I've had in Alabama. You go to, I mean, just about everywhere we went. We even went, okay. One morning, we needed to get some fast breakfast. We went to, uh, right down from the Winter Garden Theater, the Winter Garden Theater, mm -hmm. there's an Applebee's. We went to Applebee's breakfast. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> this Applebee, I mean, granted, this said Times Square, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that's had something to do with it. But mm -hmm. I was just transfixed. I mean, yeah, it was still stuff that was made in a microwave, just like everything else at Applebee's. But it was good. It was actually pretty good, well, and it was easy hmm. to get in and out. It's not typical for here to have breakfast at Applebee's, so. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the first. I told these guys, and they were like, what? <laughs> Applebee's breakfast? And it was, I mean, it was pretty standard. Um, yeah. Again, you know, the typical Applebee's quality. You know, if you go to Applebee's, you know what to expect. That's, you know, like I said, I'm not a, a massive fan, but they were very fast. <laughs> but um, did they have grits? No. Uh, what is a grit? <laughs> yes, they don't. They, they they don't know. But yeah, it was it was phenomenal. I was uh, you know I was kind of skeptical that I was going to enjoy it. I really did, but I was very glad to get back home because I could slow down a little bit, mm -hmm. yeah, and stop spending money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine the uh, the Back to the Future shop was definitely a uh, financial uh, burden on you. Yeah, my uh, poor girlfriend was amazed. She was like, I didn't think you did bald stuff like this. And I was like, oh, honey. <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome, right? I mean, well, in this case, when in New York let's, City. You let's know. refer back to your Stranger Things experience trip, too. Oh, so. Jesus. <laughs> you have a thing when you go, like, all bets are off when you go into a gift shop somewhere, Kev. Oh, I mean, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you you, you are known true. for um, indulging in in the gift shop experience. Yeah, I mean, it's like, look, look, guys. It like literally says Back to the Future musical on yeah. it. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> even this shirt, if you look at it, even great, I have to turn around, but if you look about on the back of my neck here, it says Back to the Future musical. <laughs> well, that's just your new tattoo. <laughs> Go to New York, right? That's what you gotta get. Yeah. Um oh and I and I didn't mention I went to the Rockefeller Center, went to FAO Schwartz. Oh the Rockefeller Center. Went to yeah, FAO Schwartz was was beautiful, exactly what you mm. expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was at FEO Schwartz, um, went to the Nintendo store Yeah, there. I got several new Nintendo shirts. I'll probably wear them at some point. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure Bo will probably love that. Um, uh, went to Central Park. Central Park is, is one of the most, I will say this, one of the most amazing things about Central Park, that, and I don't know how they do this. You go into Central Park and you get about maybe 50 feet in and the city sounds disappear. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. It's yeah. surrounded by Manhattan. And the city sounds just go away, and it's just a park. Right. And you're like, I, I know why they why they haven't like bulldozed it and, and stuck more buildings in there. That's like your only escape, and it's and it's beautiful. It's very well maintained. 
They've got um, uh, you know visitor center there. We went in and I bought like a new magnet because mm-hmm. magnets are my thing, like refrigerator magnets. Mm-hmm. And um, went and saw several of the bridges. And you know, there's several bridges in there. Uh, one of them I've got my picture in front of that's probably been in over a hundred films. Um, right. And you know, went to the location where uh, Casey Jones and um, and Raph had their fight in the uh, the the TMNT movie. Uh, I got got a picture there. It took me a little bit to find it because it's changed a little bit. But um, you know that film was what how many years ago? Nineteen ninety. Yeah. So quite a few years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Thirty three. Good night. But it, it looks very similar. I mean, you know the um, Washington Monument there, um, which was you know that's uh, uh, the big archway. A lot of that stuff that was uh, in uh, you know in the Ghostbusters movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where you know where Vinkman was doing the whole his whole little dance and and walking around mm-hmm. the 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 um uh, well, I'll the see you on I Thursday. Went there as well. I'm sorry, I yep. didn't get your. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Um, I was at that. That was that's like right behind the Washington Monument, right there. Mm-hmm. So, um, the archway. So, I mean, just the biggest thing is, is if you go up there and you're a movie nerd, um, and you've seen a lot of movies, you're gonna be everywhere you go. You're gonna yeah. be like, that looks familiar. That looks familiar. Oh yeah, that was where that was. You, the, you, the whole time you're there, you're going to be catching things like that. You sit in a subway car and you're like, "I swear it's like this exact subway car as was in this movie." It feels <laughs> like it because every time you go into a different, um, uh, the actual subway cars themselves, every line has different cars mm-hmm. and they're at different ages. So you have one that's newer and then ones that are older. And you're like, "Yep, these are the ones that they just refurbished. These are from the '90s. I bet some weird stuff happened." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it was a phenomenal trip. Um, I actually, I won't be disappointed if I never go back, mm-hmm. honestly. But if uh, there's ever a really good Broadway show that comes up again, I'll definitely do it again. Okay. For sure. Well, who knows what may lie ahead in the future mm-hmm. uh, involving New York. But uh, we definitely have our eyes on that particular location. Should a movie premiere happen and... They want to put it in New York again. <laughs> that, yeah. that might involve a firehouse of some kind. Yeah, it might involve uh, yes. some type of firehouse and <laughs> some uh, some ghosts, you know, some ghosts running around. Hey, speaking of that, I don't know what the guy, you know, Niantic, the company that does Pokemon Go. I had some some girl that was uh, on our bus with us that was playing Pokemon Go while we were there. While we were at we were at the Ghostbusters firehouse. And I saw that she was playing it. When we got back on the bus, I was like, excuse me, I, I noticed that you were playing Pokemon Go. Could you check? It would be amazing if the if the firehouse was surrounded by like uh, Gengars or Haunters and stuff like that. Like it was surrounded by ghosts. It's the freaking firehouse. She checked it. She's like, there's not a single one around here. Oh, and I was like, come on, Niantic. <laughs> you should always be able to go there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a given, guys. Come on. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Awesome. Well, man, we're thrilled you had such a wonderful trip, and I thoroughly appreciate you mm-hmm. sharing that with us. I've been wanting to hear about it. So, um, yeah, uh, my daughter told me to tell you to stop living her life. Because <laughs> <laughs> she wants to go to, she, she's dying to go to any Broadway musical up there, I bet. She really wanted to go see Beetlejuice while it was still playing, but you know, well, it there, I mean, well, there, there is actually a um, uh, 
you can if you're if you just happen to be in town, like mm-hmm. if she ever just happens to be up there for whatever reason, you don't necessarily have to have tickets to anything. There is a place that you can go that basically you go at a certain time and they just sell whatever tickets were left over that weren't taken. And but and it's kind of like a grab bag. You never quite know what you're going to get. <laughs> so it could be you go to Wicked. It could be you go to Back to the Future. It could be that if you're amenable to it, it could be a burlesque show. Mm. It could be it could be anything, but you can get them for like dirt cheap, okay. like much of nothing. You know that'd so, be fun though to just yeah <laughs> play play uh, burlesque roulette, I guess. Yeah. Broadway, Broadway, Broadway roulette. roulette. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Burlesque roulette. roulette. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if I want to play that. Not seeing the burlesque show that I saw. I, will, I, <laughs> I don't think I, I want to do that. I will hand that ticket off in a heartbeat. <laughs> Look, I paid for it. Go enjoy yourself. You know. <laughs> But that would be fun. So yeah, she's mm-hmm. she right now is is planning her senior trip. Um, we we're, and she's she's coming up with several options. Mm-hmm. And believe me, New York City is included in several of those options. Yeah. That Jess and I are going to take her on next summer after she graduates high school. Tell her make sure she saves her money because she's going. Oh, that's what that she's got dad for. Expensive. <laughs> that's no, I got to save my money. That's what she has me for. <laughs> for this one yeah you can you can do things cheap there but all the, the really good things that you want to do mm-hmm. they're expensive oh yeah 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 okay yep we'll keep that in mind it's been 31 years since i was last in new york city so i know things have changed since then yeah yeah so. 2007 for myself mm-hmm. so i will say it did it, i felt very safe there they currently Apparently, they currently have a mayor there that was a former police chief. Yeah. yeah. And um, he's, of course, being police chief, he's probably still very active in the police mm-hmm. union. There were cops everywhere. I That's mean, good. we were talking to some locals there, then they were like, yeah, it's just too much. We're, we're paying for these cops to be out here. It's too much. They overlap. Well, and I was like, okay, it's the same as we complain about stuff here in the state, in yeah. Alabama. They're complaining about that. But me as a tourist, I felt safe everywhere I went. Mm-hmm. There was no place that I went, even some darker areas that I went, there was always cops everywhere. And they were always walking in pairs. Okay. And it, it, it felt very safe, very clean. That's good to I know. Was, I was blown away. I was blown away at just how, I mean, of course, you had your areas that, that were kind of off. And, of course, the subway smelled like urine. Of and course, just yeah. Just kind of right of passage, <laughs> right? But, right? But, I mean, overall, um, it was very good, yeah. So, oh. I'm sure it has changed a lot in 30 years. I and mean, when you were up there, it's probably still scary, like really scary. Well, and speaking of urine, um, yeah, we were, <laughs> we were riding our drum corps bus down Broadway in 1991. And there were people, you know, relieving themselves on the side of the Broadway theaters. It was disgusting. You don't see horrible. that now. That's awesome. No. I'm glad to hear that. Mm-mm. Yeah. New York in the, in the, in the early nineties was mm-hmm. no, thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's homeless there. Yeah. Um, but um, have you seen Birmingham? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> but you know, honestly, there was homeless there, but it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be really bad, and it's not. It, it really isn't. I mean, it's they're they're there. Yeah. But no more than you'd see Birmingham. Right. I wonder how it compares with Atlanta. Atlanta's terrible. Atlanta's very bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, so this one. That's the one thing now I dread about Dragon Con every year is. The, the amount, especially the year that, uh, in, uh, 2021, when everybody came back, 
after COVID, mm-hmm. dude, that was, it, I, I almost swore off Dragon Con forever after that with all yeah. the homeless problems. But last, yeah. last okay. year, last year was much better. I so. feel for them, but it's kind of like mosquitoes. Yeah. You know, in a way. <laughs> as long as they don't, as long as the homeless people don't bite you. <laughs> but, um, okay. Well, fantastic. Uh, is there anything else we, we need to touch on? We, we're good. Got it out of our system tonight. You yeah, know, I think we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bo missed a fun one. Absolutely. So hopefully, uh, Bo enjoyed his time away from us. Um, and whatever he's doing. Yes. We have <laughs> no idea. He's not checked in. So, uh, that's all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let him slide by this time. Bo knows what he's doing. That's right. Bo knows. Right. That's he knows. <laughs> we don't, but Bo knows. Right. <laughs> so, well, once again, uh, we, we thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been episode 60. Hopefully we have many, many more to go. And we thank you for making that possible. Just mm-hmm. listening to us and, and being with us. We appreciate it. And as always, you can follow us on social media. At Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Yes, we are on threads. But we are. the account's sitting there. <laughs> we got it. I'm not sitting <laughs> on it, but the account is is there. Um, once they figure out how to do the simple account switching like they do on Instagram, it's really easy to switch between Instagram accounts, but you have to log out of threads go back in relock it's it's a hassle mm-hmm. they, they, once they mm-hmm. fix that i'll may spend some more time but i mean not like i spend a lot of time on pamakeek social media anyway because i'm just too busy like i said wrapping up my master's program next may i'll have more time to devote but anyway you can find us there if you message us or tag us or whatever we will reply like and share stuff because you know we appreciate uh, appreciate you being there Yes. And if you're still on Facebook, uh, you can join us on the Bama Geeks front porch. Just search for that. Ask permission to come in, read the rules. They're not strict. And um, come on in and, and share stuff with us. And we'll we'll chat and have a good time. And, of course, a big thank you to our Patreon members. Patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. Five bucks a month. Get you access to the Discord channel. It will give you access to bonus episodes, as we've alluded to. Uh, we do spend, we try to spend 30 to 40 minutes uh, prior to recording the main episode. We try to spend those and talk about things we wouldn't normally discuss um, on the public feed. Nothing bad or anything, just mm-hmm. things that we... Oh, sometimes it's kind of spicy. Well, I mean, you did bring up the burlesque show. Um, oh, and, 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 and it was in. De- I'm telling you guys, it was in detail too. There was some uh, interesting things that happened there. I'm not. I blushed. Say here. I I blushed. I'm like, whoa, that's that's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. just my personality. I blush. Yep. I'm you know I'm going to try to grow my beard out to look more like Santa Claus, and so I need to have rosy cheeks. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. So, but we we thank you so much for joining us, uh, and we'll. Uh, We'll wrap it up, call it a night for us, and we'll call it an episode for you. Mm -hmm. And golly, it'll be in August when we're back all together again. Yeah. It's August almost already, guys. Yeah. That's right. It is. My goodness. Dragon Con will be coming up soon. Mm. Yeah. It's that time of year Hopefully it'll cool off by (laughs) that point. I hope so. Uh, I hope and pray. My goodness. 
It's been so much fun in this 100-degree daily heat <laughs> around Alabama with the, with the heat index especially. Mm. It's been fun. My, my, my poor HVAC at the house here is like, I'm tired, boss. Please <laughs> let me turn off. I'm Your tired. car got tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even go into that. Yeah, my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my 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 supposedly super fancy car decided the HVAC decided to go out because um there was a a service bulletin on my car that hadn't been taken care of the last two service visits I went because they ran out of time during the day because I had to drive to Georgia to get service mm-hmm. and um yeah I'll, I'm gonna tell you something those cars are amazing until the air conditioning goes out and you're in 100 degree weather because you have it's basically like one of those little like an easy bake oven. Because you've got the glass above you, and it bakes you in the car. Oh, um, it was rough. There were there were there was one point where I was coming home from the vet with my dog, and it was 105 degrees in the car. Oh my goodness! With my poor dog. Yes, it was it was rough. But we're all good to go now. All um, fixed. It's it, it, it's just all fixed. It's like it never happened. But I know it happened. I will never forget. <laughs> I will never forget. Well, tell Elon to pay for your repairs next time. Sure. He did pay for my repairs. Oh, good. Good. Yes, he did. By the way, before we cut out of here, I saw today where Twitter might become X. Is that oh, it? God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't keep, I, I try not to listen to Elon. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think X.com, the letter X.com now goes to Twitter hmm. re- redirects. I think he's trying to rebrand it from what I understand. So you might oh, be able okay. to follow at Bama geeks on X, which I don't like. That sounds nasty. And we ain't like that. Well, I mean, the, the, the only X that's ever going to, to, to exist for me is our local radio station. That's right. Mm. One of seven, the seven, X. the yeah, X. That's right. That's right. For that's me, it's the only X. For me, it's 99 X in Atlanta when I lived mm. over there. So, well, all right, we're going to close this out. Thank you so much as always for joining us. And we will catch you on episode 61 of the Bama Geeks. So for Jessica and Kevin and Bo, wherever he is, I'm Brock. Have a wonderful couple of weeks. And uh, thanks so much for joining us. Bye, y'all. Bye.